This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. All right, matters. How's it going? And welcome back to the Blue Army podcast. Uh, this isn't your average episode. That's right. We've decided to take a little bit of a break over the Christmas period. We've got a huge episode or a huge couple of episodes due to come out in the very near future. So please keep an eye out for those. But we are going to take the festive period off. And uh, it feels like after he made his debut this past weekend, or at least this Boxing Day, it's only right that we all get to feel the breeze once more. That's right, we're going to redo episode 100, which was our special episode that we were lucky enough to capture with Gabriel Breeze. Once again, thank you all so much for listening, supporting, liking, following, subscribing, downloading, and doing your bit for the Blue Army podcast. It is massively, massively appreciated, and we will be paying some of that kindness back very soon with absolutely some brilliant episodes that we have planned. So, yes, stick around. Next week, there'll be some big announcements uh, to do with those big episodes, but this week, sit back and enjoy a classic This is episode 100 with a little appearance from uh, Carlisle United legend Chris Billy. And it's Gabriel Breeze's episode from episode 100. Thanks once again to Gabriel Breeze for giving us his time for that one. And congratulations to him for making his League One debut in that 1-1 draw against Fleetwood. There'll be match reaction next week here on the Blue Army Podcast. So don't forget to come back and enjoy what we have in store for you. It's going to be a massive 2024 for the Blue Army Podcast. So stick around, stick with us. We know that there is so many other podcasts out there. And you can enjoy those as well. But just don't forget to give us... A like, a subscribe, a download, a rating, all of those good things that really help the podcast stand out and continue to move forward so we can do such amazing things like bring you the episodes that we have in store in the next couple of weeks. I'll stop teasing you with those episodes and I just want to say have a great Christmas and a happy new year from all of us here at the Blue Army Podcast. Bye for now. Hello, it's Seems here, a.k.a. Chris Billy. Just wanted to wish the Blue Army podcast lads and all the listeners a happy 100th show. Um, I've even done a couple myself and I've enjoyed them thoroughly. So, yeah, happy 100th show, guys. All the best. Speak to you later. Bye.
Alright Marrows, just before we get things kicked off with the podcast, I just want you to do me a favour. Picture this scene. It's Sunday morning. It was a good night. But I bet you're feeling it now. And there's no point in just sitting on the couch all day, wallowing and suffering with dry mouth. You want to get yourself up and you want to get yourself down to Bank Street in Carlisle. And when you're there, you want to follow your nose and you will find... John Watsonson's Cafe and their amazing new brunch menu, which includes full English breakfast served from 10am to 3pm. That's right, all day, John Watsonson's breakfast. What more could you want on a Sunday? Get yourself out of bed at 9 in the morning, get yourself out of bed at midday, it doesn't matter. You'll still have enough time to go down to John Watson Sons on Bank Street in Carlisle and get yourself a full English breakfast. And yes, before you ask, it does include a free juice, coffee or a tea and is actually less than a tenner. So I don't think I need to do much more selling to convince you where to go on Sunday morning this week. It's the newest sponsor here on the Blue Army podcast. We're proudly associated with John Watsonson's Cafe on Bank Street. Go down there and try the new brunch menu. And while you're there, just mention that you heard about it here on the Blue Army podcast. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Maddie Robson. My name is Chris Filler. My name is Paul Anderson. My name is Mark Boyd. Hello, my name is Derek Combs and I listen to the Blue Army Podcast. My name is Toby Show Silver, and welcome to the Blue Army Podcast. I mean, I'm buzzing. I'm absolutely buzzing. Um, I'm going to do the introductions, uh, but first, before I kick things off, obviously, I do like to start things with a little <laughs> bit uh, of an anecdote. Uh, before we kick things off, and uh, this week, guys, uh, I was on my way to work basically, and uh, you know, it was it was it was heavy with rain, and you know, it was groggy, and it just it just really wasn't re- really wasn't a nice day. And I started I started just to feel a little bit low and a little bit down. But don't worry about me because I'll be. Welcome back to the Blue Army Podcast. This is, of course, episode 100. And I am absolutely buzzing to be joined by the two men I like to call the Cumbrian Brain Trust. Wills and Liam are here, but, but... Not just Wills and Liam, just before you get to say hello, gentlemen, we are also joined by a super duper special guest. It's the first ever for the Blue Army podcast, a currently under contracted player. He's the third choice in the squad, but the first choice in our hearts, it's Gabriel Green. All right. Lads, you can laugh. Hello. You can laugh that hello, joke hello. Fine. <laughs> you can laugh, it's fine. Gabriel, thank you so much for joining us. How you doing, man? You alright? I'm not bad, how are you, Chef? I'm very good, mate. Yeah, I'm very good. Um, as, as a few listeners already know, I am the chef over at Carlos. So that's how me and, and, and Gabe know each other. Is it Gabe? Gabriel, how do you want to go, man? I'll go Gabe. No, Gabriel's been no. too far above <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, but the Cumbrian Brain Trust, Wills and Liam are here. How are you doing, man? You guys all right? Yeah, all yeah, right. Had a bit of a cough over the last week, but I think everyone has. So um, if I have to mute myself, I apologise for that. 
<laughs> oh, it'll be fine, man. It'll be yeah. fine. It's going to be a cracking episode. It's episode one hundred, and when we have a special guest here on the episode, you know, we have to get to know you a little bit, Gabe. You know, we we don't want to put you on the spot, but we are going to get to know you a little bit, and it's just on, you know, a, a very light level. So don't worry, don't worry. It's nothing personal. And uh, the icebreaker that we have here on the Blue Army podcast is a pretty straightforward question, really. If it wasn't for football, what do you think you'd be up to? Probably a carpet fitter or something. I don't know. A trade. Probably. <laughs> carpet fitter. <laughs> Is that something that runs in the family? Uh, there's a kind of. My uncle owns a carpet shop. But, you know. <laughs> it's like carpets. It's looking carpets around. Carpet. You like carpets. <laughs> carpets. <laughs> carpets make sense. Are you any good with maths then? Like cutting carpets and stuff? Does that not come into it? You know? Oh, I mean, I'm terrible with maths. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, good at maths, but that doesn't matter when you. I mean, like, how big are your hands? Do you know what I mean? Like, you were always going to be a goalkeeper, weren't you? You know, huge, yeah. huge hands. And uh, the other question I've got for people, because I think it's just like easy. It's a nice way into people. It's sort of like, what's your favourite film? Um, like, if you, if you if you can't pick one, like, have you got a top two? Top two, I I, I love. I love Shawshank Redemption. Absolutely yes. adore that film. Oh, Watch nice. it. Good choice. Good yeah. choice. <laughs> and I have a guilty pleasure has got to be like Hot Fuzz. I think Hot Fuzz is unbelievable. Oh, no, that's a good, yeah, it's a good film, that. Great film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both great shouts, <laughs> man. Both great. Well, I feel like we've got to get to know Gabe a little bit. So, uh, you know, I'm a bit more relaxed. I'm pretty sure, you know, we're all excited <laughs> to meet our special guest. And now now we've got to know him a little bit, uh, gentlemen. And, uh, I mean, while he's here, why don't we why don't we probe him for a little bit of insight? Is that all right, Gabe? We're just going to ask you well, uh, a little bit. Just, just a little bit, you know. Uh, <laughs> ask you what you really think about everyone most of the big news this week uh, with Carla United has been uh, with the massive result at the weekend and obviously it was Ryan Edmondson returning from injury scoring the big goal we'll go on to talk about that in the match report a little bit later on um, but I want to zero in and really get some behind the scenes perspective you know about the physio team that got Ryan Edmondson ready I'm talking about Brunskill and the boys I mean Watch, I mean, as a young goalkeeper, I doubt you've had too many injuries and you're not really in no, there not that often too much. But like, what, how important is it to have, um, you know, Chris Brunskill come in and settle so quickly and and for those players to be coming back from injury and hitting the hitting the ground running? You know, how good is that physio team? Well, really good. I've known Chris because I was here when he was first here in the youth team and he was with us in the youth team. So it was it was good back then. He's gone. He went, came, went to Blackburn, came back now and he's... Yeah, he's uh, he's back now with a bang. I think he's same crack with him, same boring, terrible crack with him, but it's all right. <laughs> he, hates, he hates me being in there. Just suppose my crack's terrible at all, but uh, yeah, it's good. He's a bit we have a lot of injuries at the moment, don't we? Well, that's it. That's it. And it feels like it's going to be important getting all these uh, lads back from injuries. And I mean, like, it's it's really important just for the, the, the dynamic to be right in, in the back team staff as much as it is from a house. Um, this is your first appearance on a podcast ever. Uh, so I just want to draw attention to that and say thank you so much, you know, for your time and, and you know, giving us giving us a chance, really, uh, to be able to do that. It's episode 100. So it does mean, you know, it means a lot to us here on the Blue Army podcast. Yeah. It'll mean a lot to our listeners but um how do you enjoy the uh the media 
because it'd be a relatively new thing for you over at Carlisle United. Um, how, how do you enjoy the, the corridor cam um, and those antics? The corridor you know, cam. Uh, yeah, how, how do you deal with that? <laughs> uh, it's all right. You just kind of put on the spot when you see it. The funniest thing's when they're doing the gifts when everyone scores. Jack Armour, John Menish doing, oh, Jesus. Have you done one? <laughs> I mean, like, obviously, do they do a gift for everyone, even the goalies? Yeah, the, all the goalies have got one. I think it's bit, oh, go on, quite go on, get a secret reveal. Go on, let us have an exclusive one. Go on, let's, let's um, see what your gift look like. Uh, I think it would either be me catching a ball. I can't remember. It's done at the beginning of the season. Or, I, th- I think, actually, I went to catch a ball and got it hit my face. I think that's <laughs> but, yeah. It'd be great if we get to see it like in some kind of Ben Foster style thing, you know. You never know. You never know. Really never know. I mean, Gabe, um, a lot of people don't know. I do. I get to catch up with you on a daily basis. So uh, I do yeah. know. But a lot of people don't know what you're getting up to on Saturdays when obviously the first team are playing um, at home. So, like, why don't you fill people in on what you've been getting up to on Saturdays? Normally, what I do on a Saturday is with the, if I'm with the first team, I'll go, I'll come in with the normal time about well, quarter. Quarter past one, we get to the ground on our own game. I'll do the warm ups with the two keepers, Tommy and Mick. Do the warm ups. I'll go and then after when kickoffs started, I'll go in the gym and I'll do first half. I'll be in the gym probably doing legs because I won't have a game. So, so and then I'll go watch the game, have a shower. Hopefully, hopefully we're winning <laughs> half time so that after be too quick getting a shower and not getting changed before the back in because I think we'll be getting a bit of a what's the word rollicking if they are so. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, there was there was rumours about you being able to go out on loan and that kind of thing. Um, but being able to sort of like sit under the tree of of, of Tommy and, and and Mick, as you just said there, I mean, how important do you think that's actually been rather than going out on loan? You know, that surely has its own advantages. Yeah, um, very, very knowledgeable. Tommy has had quite a good career. He's quite experienced and he does. You know, they both help me out on a regular basis. Mick, Mick helps us out a lot as well. Because he's been he's been around as well, and it's good it's good insight to have because they do help you with even the little things, goalkeeping wise. Because we're quite a small group, small bunch, so yeah, they do help you out a lot. Man, uh, thanks very much for giving us a little bit of insight there. Um, but I'm sure we'll we'll dive into sort of like a full interview at some podcast in the future. But we actually got you recruited here for your punditry uh, skills a little bit. So we're going to dive into a little bit of news and then eventually a match report further down the line. So thanks very much for the insight there. And uh, the, at the start of the podcast, we like to kick things off a little bit lightly with a little bit of a laugh and a little bit of a joke, which means, gentlemen, I mean, you know what it's time for. It's time for the Blue Army podcast. Joke of the week. If you have a laugh, I think he's trying to. It's the Blue Army podcast. Joke of the week. Right, boys, here we go. Uh, we always like to kick things off. I've been saving this one. I hope it's special. I hope it's special. Here we go. How do fish know exactly how much they weigh? And uh, uh, yeah, scales. They have scales. That's how fish know exactly how much you weigh. It's a good joke, though. You know, it's a good joke. It's always it's funny like, when you guess the That's the, the one he's been saving. Yeah, I've got one a while back. 
Oh dear, I've been saying maybe I already told no, I probably haven't already told it. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> plow on, gentlemen, and it's time for I mean, boys, it's time for your segment, it's time for the league to round up game. Yeah, at this point of the show, we basically round things off about what's been happening in League Two and how it's kind of affected the team's stature. So, gentlemen, it's time to find out what's been happening here. What's been happening there? It's the league. Round up with Liam and Will. Take it away, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, yeah, Liam, you want to yep, go? I'm first. Yep. So this week, I'll start off with the Tuesday night fixtures from um, last week. Um, Stockport County drew nil-nil uh, with Gillingham. Big result for Gillingham and a big result for Carlisle with Stockport dropping points. Uh, Grimsby drew 1-1 with uh, Newport. Doncaster lost to Harrogate Town. It's a massive win for Harrogate Town there at the bottom end of the table. Uh, Warsaw drew nil nil with Bradford, and Bradford being on such a massive winning run, you know that's really really hurt them, really helped Carlisle as well. Uh, plus a three nil victory for Sutton over Crawley. Uh, going to the Saturday match, uh, Saturday night results then, um, and that's a nil nil uh, draw with Barra with Sutton. Um, them two teams right next to each other in the leagues, both trying to get that late prom- uh, promotion playoff place. Stockport beat Colchester, a big result for them after the draw on the Tuesday. Um. Crawley uh, lost 3-1 to Harrogate. Uh, but, but one of the big results from that round, Stevenage 3, Warsaw 1. And it's one I wanted to get Gabe's opinion on because the Warsaw keeper really didn't have that good a game. Like He conceded an overhead kick. One of the goals was a mistake. And he conceded two within the first 15 minutes. So the professional keeper in the room, how does, how does the keeper react 15 minutes in? You tune it. You two nil down. What's the keeper got to do in that situation? Try not to concede another goal. I'd probably say first, <laughs> first <laughs> because it's bound to affect you mentally, especially with one of the result, the goals like really being like really avoidable. Yeah. Um, well, you, you just got to dust yourself off. Really, I'm mm. quite young and naive at the moment, so. I hope it don't happen to me anytime soon. But yeah, if if you concede conceding one early on is annoying enough. When you you go two 0 down within fifteen minutes, it, it really set you on the back foot, hasn't it? So I think it's you just gotta well try not to concede the third and try and well what I do personally if the ball came anywhere near my goal, it's just getting booted 70, 70 yards yeah. away, yeah. <laughs> as far away from that goal, yeah, as far away from the goal as possible. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think the uh... keeper wishes that he'd been told that. <laughs> well, to say, he actually went on to concede again to an overhead kick. So maybe oh. maybe he did uh, need to listen to that, Mr Evans. Overhead kicks can be just good goals, though. I To be honest... I think you should have saved the overhead kick. It was sort of like just on the edge of the six-yard box, like it, from like a cross. I, I think the keeper should have come for it. Like, but uh, more results: Grimsby beat Rochdale, pretty predictable. Hartlepool drew one-one with Northampton. Northampton dropping points again. Hartlepool picking up another point to put them just outside that uh, relegation zone. And one of the other big results down that end of the table was uh, Crawley losing three-one to Harrogate. Wills. Oh, Crawley, our favourite on the show, Gabe. <laughs> 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 um well yeah um Crawley won at the weekend. Have oh, we... I got that the wrong way around? I think so. I just need to have a look. 
So, <laughs> yeah, so like the most yeah. recent game, yeah, three one yeah. yeah, Crawley have gone and won a game and um, seem to be in a lot of trouble. But their owners, I mean, you know, we've talked about them quite a bit on this pod, Gabe. We're kind of like Tough. ever since that new. Do you remember like the start of the season when oh, they? Came... I remember the little devil mush. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ever since then, we, you know, we like to have a little look and see what's going on with Crawley. How you know how's that working out for years? Um, a lot of <laughs> Crawley fans, obviously, if any are listening. For the um, fans, one, there's yeah. not many. One of their owners. <laughs> One of their owners um, has actually flown over from the States to try and find out what's going on. Um, <laughs> he's arrived and, yeah, they've gone and won a game 3-0, I think it was. So, have, you, have, you, have you noticed this has yeah. coincided with the, um, like the Premier season free of Ted Lasso? <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know if he's now going to go back and say nothing's the matter, they're playing really well, everything's grand. But um... <laughs> I mean, uh, Gabe, like, how, how, how much how much do people um, in the squad, like, how much do you pay attention to other teams' news when things are going on with Crawley? Or is it just kind of like face down, you get on with your own thing, you only focus on the opponent ahead? Uh, yeah, you just focus on yourself, really. Because we're in quite a good position at the moment, you just focus on keeping the run going and keeping everything, keeping your ticket away and try yeah. to win games. Like last season, it was a bit different because you were affected by it because we were down there, weren't we? Especially this time, just before Simo came in, we were right down there. So you kind of listen to it and you kind of, especially with McCurdy and that, you're like, oh, <laughs> you, don't want to, you don't want to hear about him. A favourite of yeah, it, oh. Swindon, Swindon had a guy on the pitch before the match, who was trying to get a song going about Harry McCurdy, even though he doesn't play for them anymore. Did any of you see that? Yeah, no. I heard about that. <laughs> yeah. it was, um, I heard, like, um, so, like, on Radio Cumbria, they were, set, they were complaining about this uh, announcer that they had at Swindon on the pitch with a mic. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, so he was saying that he couldn't, like, hear himself over him, but I heard afterwards that he was, like, he tried to get a chant of oh Harry McCurdy going, thinking that that's going to rile the Carlisle fans up, and obviously it didn't because <laughs> we don't really care. We don't. We don't hate him. He hates us. It's different. But um, <laughs> I just wanted to kind of move on as well to this. Um, the other thing that I was going to cover in the league roundup was there's been a bit of a spotlight on referees. Um, Northampton's manager has had to go because he had a player sent off against Crawley. Um, a lot of people seem to think it was a dive and that it was obviously going to get rescinded. It wasn't rescinded. Um, then in the Hartlepool game, we've seen um, uh, Northampton won, Hartlepool won. Arguably, both goals could have been disallowed. Um, there was a move, uh, obvious offside for Hartlepool's goal. Northampton did a funny, kind of clever little move from a corner, but the ball hadn't stopped rolling. So, um, And so then the Northampton came... Uh, Northampton manager John Brady's come out and asked for um, a bit more consistency in refereeing. But one interesting kind of refereeing thing that happened at the weekend was the Bradford keeper who <laughs> caught the ball at, at, at Newport. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, so because they've got the rugby lines painted <laughs> on the pitch, oh, yeah, I saw that. he okay. thought he was in his area. <laughs> he caught the ball. Um, the referees interpreted that as an honest mistake. Um, so I guess is I guess in the referees' view, it's not a, a deliberate handball because 
he didn't know he was outside of his area. <laughs> um, Newport are a bit angry about that. They think that he should have been sent off. I don't know, Gabe, since it... Goalkeepers since union, I'm guessing. Goalkeepers, yeah. I'm guessing <laughs> goalkeepers you union. Have a view on that, yeah. <laughs> It's not doing any keepers' favours because we get a lot of stick anyway for not being the cleverest people <laughs> in the team. So <laughs> catching it ten yards, I've seen it, and I, I couldn't understand where he's doing. But he, I think I, I don't know. Yeah, you'd I, think I, I'd know give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> yeah. <I'm probably> <laughs> anyway, that's the roundup. <laughs> All right, that was brilliant, man. Thank you very much, gentlemen. We found out what was happening here, <laughs> what was happening there. It's the League Two Roundup with Wills and Liam and Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> just before we move on, though, just because we were talking about the league a little bit there, Gabe, just because you're in the changing room a bit, um, at what stage of the season do players really start looking at results and checking the forms after results? Like, is, is, I mean, imagine it's happening all the time now. But like, how early is it happening? Uh, well, it depends how big. If well, because I support Carlo, I'll I'll be looking every week from the start of the season to the end. But uh, I don't know personally. There's a couple who will look. I know the coaches look well. I say coaches, all Gav will look and that. But I think it's just mainly focusing on yourself. Like I said, it's uh, yeah, you can focus on other teams all you want, but as long as you're winning, you can't really. It doesn't really bother you, does it? Because you can only go up if you're winning. Yeah, true, true, true. But uh, something in other uh, Carlisle United-related news that's been bothering Paul Simpson is the training facilities at Brunton Park. But it's been recently reported in the news at a supporters meeting when Clibbins was questioned about development with new training facilities that potentially they were looking at sites and when I read the rest of the article to be fair I think there was about four links and uh, and, and about two different recipes or something like that it was clickbait gentlemen it was a very politician's answer um, <laughs> I don't necessarily believe there's there's going to be too much development but Gabe like how does the training facilities at Carla United currently affect um, the you know the daily training you know what how does it disrupt it? Um, so, uh, uh, if the pitch is flooded, then the pitch does flood quite often. I'm guessing you've seen pictures of past seasons where the water's covered the training pitch and that. It, it just it gives you a place you can't really train. So when the ground's frozen, you've got to train inside the Neil Centre. I don't know if you've ever been in the Neil Centre, but it's... yeah. It's not the greatest, is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Little fireside pictures. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's training. Yeah, and then it's like a skills it, sports it is, hall. Yeah. Well, kind of, um, yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> so if, if the pitch is frozen, if the pitch is frozen, we normally go up to Gretna and we normally train up there. But it's a lot of travelling for the lads because a lot of them do travel as well. They don't all live in Carlisle, so the travelling does. But the pitches. They cut up easily, and especially in winter, you train on them every day. Gold mouths and mud baths, and one, one, like it's been raining today. I'd imagine, I'd to imagine what the pitch is going to be like tomorrow. The blue training <laughs> kit's going to be brown. Can't believe <laughs> it's going to be ruined in August. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do see us coming back from Gretna. I do often ask, and it's like bloody cold up there. <laughs> cold. And a lot of the lads, yeah, the astral doesn't do you any favors either, especially for mm. a couple of the older lads. It's, it does quite, quite hurt your joints, say so. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, in other Carlisle United related news, there's a recent promotion that has been launched. It's hashtag 10 for 10, uh, the meaning of which it's going to be 10 pounds um, for uh, in order to sort of drive 10,000 people to go uh, to the Carlisle United game. I believe it's for the Tranmere game. I believe they're it for, promoting it for, which is the Good Friday game on the 8th of April. Um, so so even though he even though he cut his mic off, like I still had to watch him sneeze. I don't know. Why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really that don't could know have been why. that couldn't that could have just been moved on. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. So sorry. I know. I don't. I, I just don't. I just don't know why it was. It was. I don't know. Very distracting for some reason. I don't know why. I was just very intrigued as to how 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 the sneeze was going to work out for you. I don't know why. Anyway, sorry. Um, I'll, I'll move on the 10 for 10 promotion um, obviously you go out there get your tickets there's schemes to be able to donate tickets as well so when you go and you know you're used to paying £20 for a ticket if you want to pay £20 for a ticket and obviously donate another ticket to somebody else's facilities all set up for that Gabe how do big crowds affect the team is it is it a massive lift does it increase the nerves and then the it's adrenaline big, very, you know very very big lift i'd say because you'd rather be playing in front of ten thousand than two and a half thousand wouldn't you at the end of the day especially you can feel the difference this season especially with big away followings as well it's it, it does really does push you on and it's it's just good to be a part of i think i went i was one did i go down to being i used to i go to a lot to be fair but because I'm travelling with the team on quite close away games. Barry last season, I was on the bench. That was unbelievable. Uh, late in Orient as well. Last season, Simo's first game. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Crawley as well. Look at Crawley. I, I don't understand why you'd want to go to Crawley and watch Carlisle for 630 <laughs> miles. But hey, people do and I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> we've got good like um you know like you've got the London supporters as well yeah. so always kind of boosts our attendances in places like Crawley yeah yeah fair few of them fair few of them do listen as well so uh, uh you know hello to those guys I feel like it's a bit of a brag as well for people who live in Carlisle they can be able, they can say as well the mates like oh I travelled right the way across the country right down to Crawley like it's like don't don't we always get massive attendances whenever we play Plymouth just because it's like the longest. Didn't Sky Sports pay for their travel fees once as well, or something? There was yeah, one there was time like they that. had like yeah, they had like um, the centre reporter onto the coach to gawk yeah. at all these Cumbrians, you know, see <laughs> what, what makes pe what makes people want to travel the length of the country for a lower league game, and um, you got like some of the uh, you know some of the ones that organise the away travel that have been going to almost every away game for years, like really kind of die hard. So, yeah, they're definitely very proud of the distance they cover. I don't think they'd want us to be a, a club in the middle of the country that can just get to everywhere in a couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know it's, it's it's a great great away following it really is and something else that's been gathering a fantastic uh, following is our game here on the podcast that's right gentlemen it's time for true blue or not a blue diddly 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 do 
Right, gentlemen, the first game of the podcast, uh, all three of you are going to play as a team. Don't worry, Gabe, I'll explain to you and anybody new that's potentially listening how this game works. It's stolen um, from, from, from somebody else's podcast, uh, Mark Howard's <laughs> podcast. It's stolen from his <laughs> podcast. Um, and, and he's got, he's got a, a game called Keeper or Not a Keeper, uh, but this is our version called... Uh, True blue or not a blue. So basically, I've either made up their name or they used to play for Carlisle United. And gentlemen, this time I have gone for a certain year as well. I've gone for 1984. Um, so it's going to be very difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be very <laughs> difficult. It's four names. It's four names. Four names on the list. Four names on the list. On as always, all four names could be absolutely made up or all four names could be absolutely true. Gentlemen, are we all ready to play True Blue or Not A Blue? Diddly, 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 do. <laughs> Get <them> ready. <laughs> all good, all good. Right, the first name on the list, gentlemen, is Dave Rushbury. Dave sounds, uh, that's a bit of a name for 1984. Dave, what, Dave. Dave's around then. I feel like Dave's a more recent kind of like invention. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea. You've got no idea, Gabe. You, you got any, any <laughs> well, I, I don't have a clue. I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah, I, no, I don't have a clue. No, I'm going <laughs> to. Are you guessing? Yeah, I'm going to guess no. So let him go at the casting vote. Um, I'm... <laughs> yeah, no, we're going to. this mother's day celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from blue nile whether it's for your mom a mother figure or yourself as a mom find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation explore blue nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns make this mother's day unforgettable with a piece from blue nile Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You're going to go no on Dave Rushbury. Gentlemen, Dave Rushbury, you're off to a bad start. He was a blue. Sorry, Gabe. (laughs) (laughs) To listen to the pro. You know, you've got to listen to the pro guys sometimes. You've got to listen to the pro. He's a defender that, of course, played in 1984. Gentlemen, the second name on the list in True Blue or Not A Blue is Andy Hill. Such an ordinary name. <laughs> Basic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it does this. He'll throw one in each each episode. It's like just John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of believe it though. Yeah, I'm. I feel I'm. I'm leaning towards yes. Yeah, yeah, so bad. Yeah. <laughs> We're going towards yes. We're going towards yes. Final answer is true. Blue, gentlemen, Andy Hill 
It's a true blue. Well yeah. done. Well yeah. done, gentlemen. Yeah. So one, one for one. Well done. He was a defender. Um, that obviously played in 1984. Right, off we go again. The third, John Blot. John Blot. John oh, Blot. I mean, would he go for like all three real? Or would he make up a name like John Blot? It's one of the two, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> People aren't actually called Blot, are they? Someone <laughs> might be Blots, called Blot. The Blots. <laughs> no. no, the Blots aren't real. <laughs> William's going, no, definitely not. <laughs> Gabe, what are you thinking? I think I think he will be, I. You got you got John Blot's bag. <laughs> no. <Will. laughs> You're gonna go with the pro this time. Yeah, I'm gonna say John Blot is real as well. And you'd be right to go with the pro. True blue and Gabe knows his goalkeepers as well because John Blot was a goalkeeper. Uh... Obviously played in 1984, gentlemen. The final. True blue or not a blue is Steve Shoulder. I mean, Shoulder. Oh, chance. <laughs> well, the thing is, I thought the same about Blot. Like, it's, it's... but now he's saying, as he as he picked four out of four, all true. Yeah. Or... No, but he's done it before. Has he made up Steve Shoulder? I've never heard anyone called Shoulder before ever. No. Uh, yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> are we all? Are we all saying he's a fake? Yeah. Get rid of Shoulder. <laughs> saying no to Steve Shoulder, gentlemen. Steve Shoulder was not a blue. So well done. You know. Started. You know. Started with a bit of a shaky start, but then just like you know, nailed it all the way through to the end. There. It's a pretty good result. You know, three, three out of four. So it's not too bad. You've never had a four out of four. You've had a three out of three. Yeah, we're three out of three, yeah. That's right, that's right. Gentlemen, thank you very much for playing True Blue or Not a Blue. Let's uh, let's, let's dive back into, uh, you know, a a bit of of punditry. Let's give that a go, why don't we? Uh, As we always do every week here on the Blue Army uh, podcast. Once again, Gabe, thanks for joining us. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give you all the Carlisle United starting lineup for their 2-1 victory over Swindon Town on the weekend. It had Hoyley in goal with Senior Feeney, Huntington, Mellish and Arma across the back five. Moxon, Guy and McCalmont in the midfield with Garner and Patrick playing up front together. Now, Gabe, I imagine you get battered every single week with a combination of strike forces that Paul Simpson wants to try and put together into <laughs> one-on-one situations <laughs> and, and every and, and all all kind of things like that. You must have nightmares about Ghana and Patrick and Dennis and and, and Edmo and, and everybody else. Um but um you know this this front force is, is is really sticking together. This sort of starting eleven is really sticking together. But like, what's really cool about it is that you know we've seen Gibson come in filling at right back. Now seniors kind of reclaim the role, but everybody really seems harmonious and on board. What can you say um, about the sort of squad harmony? And you know these little tweaks really don't seem to affect our our, our good run of form. How is it similar sort of man management, a word in an ear kind of thing, or is it sort of like you know not open to discussion in a full room? These 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 uh these uh proceedings. 
Uh, I, I, it's just if you play well, you're going to keep your place in the team, really, aren't you? So, Gibbo, like last week, Gibbo came in because Joel was badly. So, uh, he's come in, got told on the Friday that he might have to play. Joel's badly, he's come in, scored, and then he's been, he's been well kept out of the team. But it's not, it's the team, you're a big team now, aren't you? So, uh, it's not, it's not really you hurt by not being chosen. It's you're all going for the same end result at the end of the season, aren't you? And it's just however you can get there. So, similar man management and whoever plays well, really. Yeah, yeah, it really seems to be an ethos of like when you play well, you will keep your place in the team. And uh, I mean, this week was actually my first ever perfect 11 on my uh, fan hub. Uh, prediction thing. So uh, I got an extra 200 points for putting Senior back in my starting lineup just because, you know, y- you can read that kind of like that ethos now. It is sort of like you're going to play yeah. the best player in that position when they're available, as long as they haven't done anything wrong, you know, if they're playing well, they're playing well. And that that's sort of evident. And it made it really easy for me to get 200 points this week. So I'm really happy about that. <laughs> but gentlemen, what's something else that made me really really happy is um, somebody else in the back five on the other side of the pitch from Joel Senior in fact Jack Armour hit an absolute worldie with his right foot after I mean I don't know what was going on in the box at first I mean the corner goes in it's moxing it's dangerous it's towards the front post the defender really makes a hash of it it takes about three headers before it leaves the box and it drops to Jack Armour and it's an absolute fan Fantastic goal. Gabe, has he ever done anything like that on the training ground? Uh, probably not, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I, I remember him scoring once. I think it was right at the start of pre-season. Quite a good finish past us, but that's about it. I can remember. He's quite, he's quite a conservative player, I think. So, yeah, yeah, no, to be fair to him, he deserves that. He's a good player. He's good. He works hard and he, he did deserve that goal. So... He does, he does often get a lot of plaudits here in the Blue Army podcast. And Liam, I mean, what more can we say about uh, Jack Armour doubling his tally this season with, I mean, is that goal of the season so far? I mean, come on, guys, I had a few that yeah, yeah. quite decent. <laughs> All right. But I think that's probably going to be it as well. Did you see the goal gif as well? For Jack Armour? Yes. It was um... strange. Like... <laughs> no. It's... it's... I, I don't know how to explain it. It's it's him and Callum Guy <laughs> working uh, on on the camera. It's yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> oh, it's, yes. it's a weird. Oh, yeah. I, think weird. I, I think I just tried to blank it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better than the goal itself, some could say. But but uh, yeah, it, it, it's good to see him getting that, especially because Simpson was saying uh, midweek that he wants to get more goals from his fullbacks. Uh, what a way to sort of shut him up, I suppose. It, it, Brilliant goal, brilliant finish. Not just goal of the season for us. I'd say that'll be up there for everyone coming into the season. I mean, it's it's one of those moments, Wills, where like yeah. when the ball goes up in the air like that, it's a dream for every football fan. You know, that's the moment you fall asleep dreaming of as a boy. Like that ball falling down in the World Cup final, that moment you hit it on the volley, it goes top corner. I mean, that goal from Jack Armour... <laughs> yeah, at that point, at that point of the game, I mean, I mean, what did it mean for Carlisle and taking the lead at that point with that kind of a goal? Yeah, I mean, we've been. It seemed like we've been kind of like 
working hard, trying to get, you know, we made chances, but, um, you know, for quite a long time, there was no real breakthrough. So, you know, I guess it's kind of, you know, you get that first goal, um, the, you know, some of the dominance that we maybe had, I don't know if we were necessarily dominant, but I, I felt that we were the better team listening on the radio at that point. Um, and, you know, to kind of like then go and get the goal. I think, you know, I think it's important because I think, you know, teams can get frustrated, I suppose, if you're kind of on top, but the goals just doesn't come. Yeah, I mean, it, there was there was a long, long time before um, Swindon got their goal, and Thomas Hoyley obviously had a lot to do. But in other games, he hasn't necessarily had too much to do. Gabe, as we very rarely have a professional goalkeeper here on the Blue Army podcast, what would you prefer? What do goalkeepers prefer? Do they prefer to be busy and looking good for the cameras, or deep down inside, do you just want a quiet day at the office? I think a quiet day at the office, really. <laughs> you don't, you don't mind making saves. And I, you know, busy games, but if you're under the kosher lights, very, it a long, long ninety minutes. Especially if you're <laughs> on to a one nil lead, or it's a very long ninety minutes. So I'd rather, I'd rather touch the ball twice and just complain about touching the ball twice with my feet. Than, uh, Is that the secret? Like, you have to complain. <laughs> and then take the clean sheet. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. <laughs> hundred percent. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it did take until the 80th minute, unfortunately, where Carlisle's defences were at a bit of a loss. And, um, I mean, the defender just kind of got through, uh, the attacker kind of got through after a little bit of a mad scramble and poked it home. We won't really go into too much detail about the goal, but what we will talk about is how that could have affected the way that the game uh, continued because you would say the momentum would be with the home team scoring in the 80th minute to go on and then claim the winner. But it really does say something for this team and for Paul Simpson and the rest of his management to get messages onto the pitch, make sure heads didn't drop and to keep pushing forward uh, for that three points. And uh, obviously that three points came from a set piece. Gabe, I'm sure... You have a lot of set-piece uh, training in your daily regime. I imagine it gets quite cold standing there waiting for another <laughs> corner to come in from Mox or Guy or whoever you've got in your group doing set-piece training that day. But um, we've heard Skelton's had a lot to do with the set-piece play this season. Uh, uh, is is that true? And, and, and if so, like how, how, how does he approach it? Like how, how long do you spend doing set-pieces, you know? How important is that? Uh, so, Paul Gerrard will do the defensive set pieces, so like defending corners and wide free kicks and all sorts. And then Gav will do the, uh, the attacking ones. And the spend, it's normally day before a game on a match day minus one, they'll spend the last 10, 15, 20 minutes going through set pieces, doing them. So then when it comes to a match day, they know what they're doing. I think it was quite cleverly worked watching it back. But from uh, the weekend, but the Swindon brought it on themselves, I think, really, didn't they? <laughs> I mean, yeah. how, fuming, how fuming would you have been of that defender on the back post? Oh, I'd, my head would have gone. <laughs> 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 uh, but I don't, I don't I think keep this part of it to blame because just before the corner, he's gone and kicked it straight to the 
two hours forward, don't he? Yeah, yeah. Kind of play yeah, out in the yeah, 90s. They kind of gave us it. Yeah, they kind of gave us the corner in the 96th minute out of nowhere. Yeah, they didn't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All kind yeah. of brought on by the all kind of brought on by the goalkeeper. Absolutely. But that <laughs> set piece. Throw in under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happily, happily. They're going to get right? <laughs> but uh, you know, you know that goal from Ryan Edmondson coming back from injury, obviously speaking volumes for the way that um, the medical staff, the, the the physios have got him up and running, and obviously match sharp enough to be ready and and on the ball enough to peel off on the back post and score there. But Wills, I mean, how much of a confidence booster is it to to win in the last minute? You know how 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 how. I, you know how much more belief does that give Carlisle fans to have that bit more drama in a football match? Yeah, I think I think it does a lot because you come away from a match where you'd you, you you know you'd given up hope of getting the three points, and you know at one point maybe even just happy that we were getting at least one point because I thought maybe Swindon were going to go on and get another goal, but you you know you always hear that. The teams that do well, the teams that get promoted, these are the sort of things that they do. They snatch these last-minute victories. So to see your team do that, it gives you more positivity that, you know, we are going to just keep winning, that we've built up this momentum and it's going to see us through other games like the Swindon game where we come away with more points than we thought we were going to for most of the match. It's just kind of it's it's a it's a nice positive feeling to see to see that with your own club. I think those things really do last long in the memory of Carlisle fans. And I feel like that's going to be really important for the rest of the season as well. Is that like we won't lose hope for the last sort of like, you know, if, if we look like we might lose a game or draw a game, we're not going to let the heads drop because now you kind of believe that the, the team's never going to be able or the, the team's not going to let the, the heads drop. I mean, Liam, is that something that you, you think as well? Like, do you think the fans are like after that, it's even there's more enthusiasm somehow? Yeah, I think the fans just trust the players a lot more than they have in recent years. Like, you think of um, under previous seasons where we were down near the relegation zone. It just seemed like players would give up at times. Like, you go 1-0 down, the heads would drop. Like, even that season where we did okay under Chris Beach, it took for the last game of the season against Leighton Orient for us to, like, get a victory after going behind. And, and, and you know, it's obviously a lot different this season because the players have a lot more... Uh, the fans have a lot more belief that the players won't just sit there and let it happen. Like they, they have more trust that the players are going to give it everything that they've got. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Gabe, I mean, you must've been a part of a bus journey home. Uh, it, it's a lot different when it's a last minute winner, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Miles, miles different. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just so much better. Yeah. <laughs> what is you, is what like? <laughs> it's bouncing really but, uh, better, than, better than sitting down getting losing 1-0 and 2-1 yeah. in the last minute and just sat there crying yourself to sleep on the bus so, I thought yeah. it'd be some easy questions. Yeah. I thought it'd be all right. But... <laughs> I thought it'd be some easy questions. Um, but like something that's going to be maybe a little bit more of a difficult question, gentlemen, is the uh, the Foxes feature man of the match. And so we'll give Gabe a little bit of a chance to sort of like think about who he wants to give a man of the match award to. Uh, so I'll dive in. I'll go first. And uh, for me, uh, my Foxes feature man of the match. I've oh, got. I haven't even thought of it until just now. Why did I put myself on the spot? 
spot. Um, I'm going to go with <laughs> I'm going to go with Jack Armour. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jack Armour. You know, he just kind of like it's the icing on the cake for him to to score that bit of a worldie. Um, it's going to be a goal that lives long in the memory. Uh, so I'm just going to dive in and say Jack Armour. Will's your Foxes feature man of the match? Um, I think I think Callum Guy had a really good game. I think we. Control again, the midfield say well. Again. Okay. Did I say Callum Guy last time? I'm sure. I yeah, did. yeah, yeah. There's nothing. I think wrong it was that. me. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Was it you? Ah, yeah. Right. Sorry, I was feeling. I, have, I was feeling. I haven't <laughs> given Callum one in a while. Um, it was. It was him or Moxon, and Moxon. You know, he did mm. get that last minute um, assist, assist and, yeah. and he and he took the corner as well that led to the first goal. But at one-one, I'd kind of decided already that I was going to give it to Guy, so not let like the last few seconds change. Mm. I think I, I think I think he's old one from me. So, so Callum Guy. <laughs> Go on, Liam. What are you saying? I think I was. I mine was between Callum Guy, you know, and Moxon as well. But I think I am going to have to give it to Owen Moxon because I've, he, he's just he's just a class above, isn't he? he he's a two corners that we get the goals from. Uh, Unreal. Um, plus, I gave it to Callum Guy last week, and I didn't want to give him it two weeks in a row. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, Moxon's—he's just such a good set piece taker. Like it was really nice when we had him and Taylor Charters in the team who were both that, that good at uh, free kicks and corners. But his set pieces this season have been somewhat different. I think even in the middle of the park, away from them set pieces, he was just—you know—he's he's always one of the best players on the pitch, and he was again uh, Osada. Yeah, and Gabe, uh, you know, we give you a bit of time. You're not on the spot anymore. Uh, I do know you have to look these people in the face, but, uh, you know, go, go ahead. <laughs> I'll probably say Jack Armour, just because he scored quite a good finish with his weak foot. And, uh, yeah, I'll just I'll give him that. Just, just that, yeah. in general. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was his weak foot, yeah? Yeah, it was his weak foot, uh, right foot. Yeah. left footed, isn't it? Yeah. So. Mm. That's a hell of a finish. That's a hell of a finish. Yeah, just... That's a hell of a finish. <laughs> oh, the chance and volleyed it. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. It just means that much more. But uh, do you know what means that much more is Carlisle United's next game, which is at home against Stevenage. And as we do here on the Blue Army podcast, we give our predictions for the weekend's results. And, uh, you know, it's going to be very instinctual, gentlemen. Let's just jump straight in and say, I'm going to go. It's going to be hard for It's going to be difficult. It's going to be Carlisle, one, Stevenage, nil. Uh, Will? Um, I'm kind of like feeling on a high and hoping that we can we can give Stevenage a bit of a bloody nose. They've had a couple of wins after some <laughs> bad form, but they've got a game in midweek as well. They're playing crew, so... Crew having just beat Salford with the last minute goal. So I'm kind of like thinking Crew are going to kind of turn Stevenage over. And then basically, I'm going to say we're going to win 3 0. 3 0. Like long build up to like that. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> Liam, Liam, quick fire, what are you saying? I'm going to go in the middle 2 0. 2 0, 2 0. And Gabe, what, what side of the compass are you landing on? <laughs> I think he's got a lot of goals in this game. So I've a lot of goals, big crowd. I'd probably say 2 3. One maybe two, three, yeah. one. I think they, I think they will score. And all. I don't, I don't know. I just, I mean, I'm gonna get eight now, but I think they'll score. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've 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 been on a pretty good form here on the podcast today. You did pretty well on true blue or not a blue. You you know, maybe your predictions are all gonna come true. And uh, the last segment of the podcast is uh, maybe uh, Will or Liam's chance. 
to show off. That's right, gentlemen, the last segment of the podcast. It's everybody's favourite. It's time for Guessing the Player. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear the music at all. I know I'm raving. I can definitely hear the music. It's not normally in my headphones, though. Um, can you hear the music? No, but you never hear the music. No. No. Just you can't. I'm just dancing on my own. Yeah. So the song goes, Guessing the Player. Guessing the Player. Right, gentlemen. I mean, I just went shouting at you because I've got music blaring in my ears. Like, jeez. Uh, well, just fall over. Um, hey. the, yeah, the chair, you know, like the thing just came out when it kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> when it goes back. <laughs> Did you fall over? No, yeah. the chair kind of tipped back. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm glad I'm recording. I'm really glad I'm recording. Right, gentlemen, um, Gabe, this is when it's all going to make sense to you. I sent you a message earlier on that contained a name. Do not say the name. Do not say the name because the game we are playing is Guess the Player. That's Gabe right, knows. gentlemen. Gabe knows uh, who the uh. player is. So that's how, that's how you guys know. That's how you guys know that I'm not just going to be making it up last minute. Gabe knows who the player is. Is so when somebody guesses the player, Gabe's gonna have to let you know. Um, obviously, uh... I'm sure. I'm sure Gabe's gonna show us a bit of showmanship. You know, you know, you know. He's, he's gonna let you know. He's gonna let you know. Um, but yeah, uh, Will's and yeah. Liam. The score currently. Um, I mean, Will, you 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 got ahead a little bit, didn't you? Was it nine? We don't have to discuss now? the score. We don't have to yeah, discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got like. Um, did I get two points on the last one? Two points on the last one. You had a seven-three lead, did you? Was that was that what it was? Yeah. You've not been keeping score because I am. Right? I have got it written down. Writing down. This week. <laughs> I, I did a lot of written. I did a lot of writing down. Hang on, I can just. Yeah. Oh no, I pulled, I pulled them all out. I pulled them all out and wrote notes on them. Um, I'll, I'll be able to keep score. I'll be able to keep. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's it's nine-three though. It I'm is nine-three. Sure nine <laughs> yeah, it's nine-three. Liam remembers. It's nine to Will's. <laughs> I remember also Will. Um, <laughs> you know, there's going to be new listeners. You know, Gabe's here. There's going to be new listeners. We have to catch people up with what's going on. Uh, so basically, on the first guess, and obviously Gabe needs to know what's going on as well. <laughs> um, on the first guess, you're going to be able to achieve three points. On the second guess, you're going to be able to achieve two points. But if it takes until the third guess, gentlemen, there's only going to be one point available. Liam, I'm pretty sure you know who's uh, guessing first. <laughs> Since you've been uh, paying attention, uh, is it you? No, it is Will's. It is Will's. <laughs> I could have lied completely and took it there. No, Will's would have known. Will's would have known. <laughs> Will likes it. Will's enjoying his lead. Will's enjoying his lead. Right, gentlemen, here we go. I've got to find. There we go. I've got to find me clues. I've got to find me okay. clues. Gentlemen, get ready for guessing the player. The first clue the in guessing the player is this player has featured in the same squad as Gabe Breeze. Wills, who do you wow. think it is? Well, then. <laughs> I'm trying to, so I'm just trying to think, because you Gabe did have a loan spell, but I can't remember where it was to or if there's... So I don't know if it's anything to do with... Well, it could be anyone, really, then, couldn't it? Uh, well, you're not going to give the first gonna, one away. I'm going to say Taylor Charters. Gonna say Taylor Charters. Gabe, is yeah. it Taylor Charters? Uh no. Not, not Taylor Charters, mate. <laughs> it's not Taylor Charters. Liam, it's your chance to steal it. This player also featured in the same squad as Mr. Gabriel Breeze. Who do you think it is? I'm trying to think when Gabe's been on the bench. Um 
and you mentioned before that he was at Barra. So I remember Christian Dennis scored then, Christian Dennis. Ooh, Christian uh, no, Dennis. No. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big no it's a big no it's a big no so question or guess number two Will's back to you yeah. sir your chance to win two points and go 11-3 into the lead this player as well as being in the same squad as Gabriel Breeze also made 35 appearances for Carlisle United in the league right so I think because, I mean, I think Gabe was in some squads maybe last season in the thingy, the checker trade, whatever it's called. So there's, I'm still trying to think about where Gabe went on loan and whether there's, like, any former, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know whether he went to Workington or somewhere like that and has come up with somebody like, I don't know. I think I'm going to go with Harry McCurdy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> Liam, back to you. This player made 35 appearances uh, for Carlisle United. Well, that tells me he was only here for a season, which is making me think Colombo. Lone players. <laughs> um, who did we have on loan last season? Um,. <laughs> and I, I, why can't I think of a single lawn player in last season? That's ridiculous. Was it? <laughs> no, Josh Coyote was the season before that. It was. Um... Is it Simeu? No. no, it's not serious. See how seriously they take it. Yeah, yeah. see how seriously they take it. You know what I mean? Obviously, no. like, the listeners—they're on the edge of the seats right now. Like you don't understand. Like you don't understand. Like, the listeners are on the end of the seat right now. They're, they're riveted by this. They're going to guessing to see who's who's going to win one one point. And gentlemen, a little bit, a little bit of like a caveat clue, I suppose. Is I'd say thirty-five yeah. league appearances. You would think that that was a low number for this player. You know, you would have thought he maybe featured in a few more games and that potentially uh, but that's not your big main clue your last main clue gentlemen and if you don't get it on this one i mean come on wills this player started his career at arsenal um ah shit it was <laughs> for the first swear of the podcast arsenal <laughs> uh, uh, arsenal arsenal um Because uh, no, I was like, Look yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of it either. No, yeah, because not a lot like flashing in my head that like uh, Duncan Idahin was on like that's, that's what I was thinking. Obviously, he hasn't played 35 well, games for us. Um, so now, now, um, uh, who started it off? Such, such a crossover, it's got 35 games. Gabe squad with Gabe, so that kind of like limits when it might be. Uh, started his career with Arsenal. Who started their career with Arsenal? But um, gonna have to push it. I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm just gonna go with Amari Patrick. He's not Amari he's Patrick. Five games. What am I on about? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not, is it, Gabe? It's not. No. 
Bit of an no, urgent last technique. flat. <laughs> Not at all. Liam? I actually don't last have a clue. Um, last chance, mate. I can think of loads that have played for Man United, and they're the ones I keep thinking of like George Tanner and Joe <laughs> Riley and them lot, but it's it's it, they're all started his career, so like that's what I'm, I'm. I'm thinking it's, he's bound to have been like a youth player there in mid north appearances. I still keep. I still keep thinking of whether like Gabe's loan spell is kind of the the critical. Sort of, yeah, it's, it's not. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like as he maybe kind of beat to Workington and played with like it's a, not kind of an older <laughs> player. And... <laughs> well, you give me an unfair advantage there. But <laughs> you're not gonna get it. <laughs> no, I'm absolutely not gonna get it. I'm try- I'm thinking Aaron Hayden now because I can't remember where he started. He went like no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't any of those. It wasn't. Any it's just of the those. first was... time we've not got it. It's the first time you've not got it. I think. Yeah. Uh, this is a fellow goalkeeper of Gabriel Breeze. This was Gabe. Who was it? It was Mark Howard. It was Mark Howard. Uh, it was Mark Howard. No oh, I, I wouldn't have got that, no. Yeah. <laughs> it was Mark Howard. It was Mark Howard, lads. It was Mark Howard. And gentlemen, <laughs> I mean, no points this week, which leaves the scores at 9-3. And, uh, you know, there isn't really much left to do here on the podcast, apart from, obviously, thanking our super special guest, Mr. Gabriel Breeze. Thank you very much for joining us, mate. It's been a pleasure. Nice to meet you, guys. It's been a joy to have you join us here on the podcast. And gentlemen, Wills and Liam, you know, this has been episode 100. It's been a hell of a journey. It's been an absolutely uh, been a fantastic party. run. That's it. Long may it, long may it continue. And uh, there isn't really anything left for us to do apart from saying bye for now. Bye for bye. now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh.
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.